Merry Christmas, and thank you for your steadfast dedication to our Lord Jesus Christ. In this celebration of our Lord's birth, Pastor Lau and Pastor Da would like to welcome you to the following Christmas message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's teaching that will change your life with love, joy, and peace in Jesus. And now, Pastor Lau. Merry Christmas, everybody. Thank you for being here. And I would like to thank all the skit team, JJ, and also Nisa, and Brian, and all the people who play in the skit. Good job. Excellent job. And all the children team, too. It's wonderful to be in the house of God together in the Christmas Eve time. And I'm so glad that you are here. I believe that God will bless you. Tonight, I would like to share with you the message of Christmas called God's Christmas Gift to You. And I would like to read from Luke chapter 2, verses 10 to 14. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God, saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Father, Tonight, we'd like to hear the Word of God. And we believe, Lord, the Word will build our faith today. Help us, Lord, by your Holy Spirit to know Jesus, to understand the real gift of God from heaven on the first day of Christmas. And you still distribute that gift to us today throughout all the world, Father. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. The message of Christmas Actually, if we can say only one sentence, is that you matter to God. You matter to God. That's why we celebrate Christmas. That's why the first Christmas happened in the history of humanity. That Christ, the Son of God, came into the world to love you and to set you free and to save you. And there is one word that you hear all the time in the U.S. here. I heard this word in the operating room when I perform surgery all the time. Right after Thanksgiving, the song come up, the Christmas song come up in the operating room while we performing surgery. And then this word we hear every day in the hospital, the word gift. And some of the nurses and some of the physician assistants would tell me, this year I buy for myself a gift. And I say, really, you buy for yourself a gift? I never buy for myself a gift yet on the Christmas. But a lot of people buy for themselves a gift. But today, I would like to tell you that God has bought gifts to you. And that gift is a person. His name is the Lord Jesus Christ. Have you ever seen gifts inside the gift? I one time saw a person open the gift, a teddy bear. 
And when she opened the teddy bear inside, there are rings and earrings inside. So gifts inside the gift. Jesus is the main gift of Christmas to all of us in the world here. No matter what nationality you have, no matter what language you speak, Jesus is the gift from heaven to all of us in this room and all over the world. And in that gift, there are at least three gifts. The gift of hope, the gift of joy, and the gift that God wants to give all of us, the gift of peace. And today I would like to talk about the gift that God gives to us, all these three gifts. It's interesting when the Bible says, do not be afraid. The Bible uses the word, do not be afraid. You know what? A lot of people are afraid of God. I remember before I became a Christian, I worshipped idols and all kinds of gods, and they're pretty scary. Because those gods really come with the word that if you don't worship me, you're going to get into trouble. And this God needs this for me. And I'm really scared of God until I became a Christian about 32 years ago. And I find out that I don't need to be afraid of God because God came into the world as a baby. No one is afraid of the baby, is it right? God came into the world to show us that he identified himself with us. And today, he wants to tell you that he came into the world the way you came into the world as a baby. To show you that he loved you so much and you mattered to him. The first gift that God wants to give to you inside that package of gift named Jesus Christ is the gift of joy. The Bible says in verse 10, I bring you the most joyful news ever announced. A lot of people misunderstand that God is like a cosmic joy killer. He's standing out there with a big hammer ready to hit somebody's head. He's ready to make your life miserable. And a lot of people believe that when they become a Christian, their life will be bored. The church will be bored. And very boring service. Everything just boring and the life is miserable. That is a total misunderstanding. Because when you come to know Jesus, you will have a lot of joy. Can you imagine if your son come to you and say, Dad, I love you so much, and I want to do everything that please you. I want to be right, and I want to be a good son. I want you to be proud of me. And then you suddenly, after he said that, you say, get into the door. I'm going to shut the door. I'm going to break all of your toys. I'm going to make your life miserable. I'm going to hit your head right now because you tell me that you love me and you want to do the right thing in front of me. You think that is the right thing to do? No, even the worldly father would not do that. God the Father will not make our life miserable. He wants to give us a wonderful life, enjoy life, that you can make your life count, that you will make the most out of your life. Jesus said in the book of John, chapter 10, verse 10, the thief does not come except to kill, to steal, and to destroy, but I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Jesus come to give us life. He wants us to enjoy life. I thank God that a few American missionaries went to Thailand many years ago. I was not a Christian, but I heard the gospel from this American missionary. Thank God for the Southern Baptist. Thank God for the Campus Crusade, sent missionary to Thailand. And I heard the gospel. I was not a happy man before I became a Christian. 
I shared on last Sunday to the Thai service that before I became a Christian, I took a picture with an elephant at a one garden in Thailand, and my wife friend said to her that the elephant looked more handsome than your boyfriend because I have a long face and look very serious and unhappy man. Even though I have money, I have high education as a doctor, but I was not a happy man until Jesus came into my life. Because the Bible said the kingdom of God is not of eating and drinking, but the kingdom of God is of righteousness, peace, and joy of the Holy Ghost. When the Holy Ghost, when the Holy Spirit came upon you, came into you because you believe in Jesus, He gives you joy. And the Bible said the joy of the Lord is your strength. How many people want to look young? How many people want to stay healthy and have a long life? You need to have a lot of joy. Amen. Even the medical doctor already investigated and have a research that if you have a lot of joy, you laugh, you're going to produce growth hormone and you're going to look younger. The immune system is going to go up so you will not get sick easily. The Bible says the merry heart is a medicine to your life. So that's why it's so good to know Jesus because you become joyful. You can laugh at the circumstances of your life. Amen. Hallelujah. Everyone say ha ha ha. <laughs> Not ho 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 like the Santa Claus. <laughs> then the second gift that Jesus gave to us on the first Christmas is in verse 11. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a savior who is Christ the Lord. The Bible says that in the first Christmas, your Savior was born. If our desperate and most important need is knowledge, I believe that God would have sent an educator to help us. If our desperate need or greatest need has been money, I would believe that God would send us economists. If our greatest need is technology, God would have sent a scientist. If our greatest need is pleasure, he would have sent to us entertainers. But our greatest need is the forgiveness of sin, is salvation. What does it mean, salvation? Salvation means deal with three areas, the past, the present, and also the future. Salvation includes everything, the past, the present, and the future. What is the past? The past, our past sins have been forgiven. God, through Christ Jesus, we are forgiven. And we don't have to live in guilt and condemnation any longer. The Bible says that God did not send His Son to condemn the world, but to give life to the world, eternal life to the world. How about now, in the present, today, right now? God give us victory. God give us peace and victory. That we can have victory over financial troubles. We can have victory over sickness and disease. We can have victory over any problem in life because God is a big God. And He gave us such a powerful Holy Spirit on the inside of us. He gave us wisdom. He gave us anointing. He gave us His good things. To enjoy, the Bible says, open your mouth wide and I will give good things to you. So, God give us victory today. And that's what happened to me since I became a Christian. God is so good to me. Amen. Amen. And number three, in the future, God give us the fulfillment in eternity. We're going to live forever 
in heaven with God. We're going to have a mansion in heaven. So salvation cover everything, the past, the present, and the future. Is it wonderful that we can do that? We can have that security. Have you ever seen a lifeguard helping somebody who was drowning? I just watched a TV two days ago that a police officer in another city, I don't remember the city now, he jumped out of the building into the water and swam to help a lady who was drowning. If you watch this activity, you will notice that the lifeguard will not touch the person who was drowning. If the person still struggling, moving the arms and hand and cry, the lifeguard will just float around until that person gave up and did not help himself or herself any longer. Then the lifeguard will grab the shoulder and swim that person into the shore. The same thing. If we try to help ourselves, God cannot help us. If we try to struggle through life, try to make our own way to heaven, we try to be our own boss, we think that we are very smart, we can handle everything ourselves, and we think that, oh, all the problem, I can solve it myself. Then God cannot help us because we depend on ourselves. That's why if you notice in this society and all over the world, actually I'm a doctor, so I always see the list of the medication of my patients, Actually, today, when you go to the hospital, they're going to type your medication list into the computer. So you have to report all the medication. And a lot of people, majority of people, take Xanax and Trazodone and Amitriptyline and sleeping pill. A lot of people have frustration, anxiety, worries, and depression, and bitterness, and anger, and guilt, and tension. Do you know why a lot of people in the world have all this problem? Because they are doing God's job. They are not created to do the job of God. They try to struggle to fight with the problem themselves. Even though God is the one who wants to help. So you can relax. So God comes and says, relax, my children. I saved you. I will save you of the past sin. I will save you today. You're struggling. I will save your future that you're going to be in heaven for eternity. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. Yes, we can relax. We can enjoy life. We don't have to worry. And that's what I learned in life. I just give all the worry to God. Before I go to the big surgery, I will say, God, I give this to you. And the Lord always with me and help me. Because He is a good God and He is here to save us. Amen. How many people say, I'm going to stop saving myself? You don't want to take medication, is that right? You want to sleep well every night? You can stop all the prescription medication or the pills and antidepressant because God can save you. In John chapter 3, verse 17, God did not send His Son into the world to condemn it, but to save it. I thank God that now I know Jesus and I can cast all of my care and anxiety to the Lord. And He always Come on time. He's faithful. He never desert me. He never leave me. He always come at the right time to help me in everything I do. Thank God. He is a good God. Amen. That is the second gift of Christmas. The gift of hope, salvation, and the gift of joy. And number three, what is the next gift? Glory to God in the highest and on earth. Peace, goodwill toward men. 
Another uh, translation say, "Let there be peace among the people." So the third gift in that package of gift named Jesus, the person named Jesus, is the gift of harmony and peace among men. When you make peace with God, what happened to you? When you make peace with God, then the peace of God come into your heart. Then you can make peace with other people. Is that right? You don't have to worry anymore. And you begin to love people with the love of God. Some of you may say right now to me, Wow, Pastor, you don't know what that person has done to me. It's impossible that I could forgive that person. It's impossible. Yes, it's impossible for you to forgive and to love that person what he has done to you or she has done to you. Because your love is very limited. Your love is very conditional. And your love can run out. But thank God, when you receive Jesus into your heart, God is love. His love is unlimited. His love never runs out. His love is so unconditional. So you can walk in to people and you can love people unconditionally. With the love of God, that is not your own love. Is it a wonderful thing? You know, I noticed one thing about Christmas in America. Christmas in America sometimes is a very tense time of many families. Because it's a time that you will meet some of your relatives. Maybe your mother-in-law. Maybe your sister or brother that you don't get along and have some problem <laughs> between you and her and him. And you have to meet in the dinner time and you feel uncomfortable. But you need to because it's a tradition here that you need to your fa- meet your family during Christmas. But I want to let you know, God is so good. He gives us peace. He said that my yoke is light and my burden is easy. Come and take my yoke from me, and you shall have joy. You can have peace, and you can love people. So thank God for the gift of peace, that you can have peace with people. Is it wonderful to go everywhere and love people everywhere? Is it wonderful that you can have that love that never runs out, the love that you can flow from your life, from your face, from your word to everybody? The peace of God fill you. God say in the Bible that He gives us the Ministry of Reconciliation. We reconcile to God through Christ Jesus. He, the first gift of Christmas, Jesus came to give us reconciliation to God. When we have that relationship, get right with God, then our heart will be changed. And then we can go out to do the ministry of reconciliation. We can love people, bring people together. No Greek, no Jews. No skin color anymore. No classes. Everyone the same. We love all kinds of people. We don't look down on people. There's no discrimination anymore. And the church will be a wonderful place because people love one another. Amen? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I receive a lot of gifts from members in this church. They love me. And I put under the tree. All the gifts that I took back to my home, I put under the Christmas tree. And would you be surprised if six months later you come to ask me, do you like that gift? And I say, uh, I think I like it, but uh, I haven't opened it six months already. It's still under the tree. The gift that you have given me is still under the tree six months later. That's what happened to a lot of people in the world. They have gone to Christmas service. After Christmas service, they heard about God's gift. They named Jesus Christ. 
but they never open the gift. They never enter into the enjoyment of the things that God wants to give to them: peace, joy, relationship, salvation, wonderful things. God say in the Bible, "Come, test and see that the Lord is good." This year, I received a lot of gift, cookie, and chocolate, and I love chocolate. Before Christmas, some of the boxes already been opened. <laughs> I could not wait for certain cookie, <laughs> and so I open and eat a little bit. Oh, I test and experience the good gift from the members. I want to encourage you today to open that gift. You can test and see the goodness of God. How many people want to open the gift of Christmas that God gave to you today? Raise your hand up. Amen. How many people want to test and see? And experience for yourself the goodness of God, like what I share today. Raise your hand up. Praise God. Don't wait any longer. God loves you. God wants to come into your life. Jesus is still alive. He was raised from the dead on the third day. He's not a dead God. I thank God. I do not worship the dead God. I used to worship the dead God for many years when I was growing up. And I worship idol and statue, but they all dead. They could not help me. One time, I remember, I was in the special tutoring class. I was maybe about seven years old. Suddenly, the fire came into that house, and the owner of the house said, "Fire, fire!" And everyone ran out of the house. And one thing that really stuck in my eye is that the owner of the house grabbed the idols on his hand and ran away with the idol in his hand. I was a Buddhist at that time, and I was thinking. Why did this idol help him? Why he has to carry the idol out? Thank God, I don't need to carry. The Lord carry me now. I have God who is alive and can carry me. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord. <laughs> oh, wonderful to be a Christian. So tonight, if you want to open the gift, very easy. The Bible say that if you believe in your heart and confess or speak from your mouth that the Lord Jesus Christ. Was raised from the dead on the third day, and he is your savior. He died for you. He forgives you. He wants to give you forgiveness of the past. He wants to give you security and victory for today, and he wants to give you the fulfillment of the eternity, living in heaven for eternity. He wants to give you joy. The joy of the Lord is your strength. He wants to give you peace. Will bring back. Oh, by the way, I want to give you a little bit of testimony. My dad and my mom were not Christians, and one day my dad turned around and believed in Jesus. My my mom was not a believer, but before she passed away, she saw Jesus three times. I went to visit her in the hospital. She has a cancer, and I went to visit her, and she said, "I don't know Jesus. I never read the Bible. I lay hand on her and pray. God reveal yourself to her." Jesus was standing in front of her hospital bed. She opened her eyes and cried and said. I saw Jesus, and she received Jesus that night. That's about 2 a.m. in the morning in Thailand, and she saw Jesus three more times in the hospital, and she saw Jesus again in my house in Kirkland. And I tell you, my mom was mad at my dad because of the conflict. But after she accepted Jesus, she forgave my dad. They talk, they reconcile. I was so happy. That I know that my mom is in heaven now, and I know that my mom and dad, before she passed away, she reconciled to my dad. 
What a wonderful feeling to see your parents love one another before she left to be with God in heaven. Amen. God bring peace into the world. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So I'd like to encourage you to pray with me. Follow my prayer. If you want to have this gift in your life, just pray with me. Close your eyes and follow my prayer. Do you want to do that? It's a wonderful thing to open the gift of Christmas today. Speak out loud to God. Speak it from your mouth, from your heart. Amen. Close your eyes and pray with me. Father in heaven, I receive the gift of Christmas. That is your son, Jesus Christ. And I receive the gift that you give to me through him. The gift of joy. The gift of hope and salvation. The gift of peace and love. Lord Jesus, thank you very much, Lord, for dying for me. Paying for my sin. Loving me. Giving me life. Give it abundantly. Oh Lord, I want to test and see your goodness. Please show yourself to me and lead me. Provide for me. You love me so much, Lord. I matter to you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Sit on the throne of my life. Give me your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Congratulations. I want to encourage those who just accepted Christ today to find a good church to go, a church that loved you, teach the Bible, and practice what they teach. You go to church, you learn, you grow, so that you become the blessing to other people. Amen? God wants you to grow up in His way to become a strong man and a woman of God in this world, in this generation. May the Lord bless all of you. Amen. Father, we thank you, Lord, for being with us tonight. Lord, in your presence here, we ask you, Lord, to bless every soul, every family in this house with the blessing of Abraham. Bless them physically, emotionally, mentally, financially. Bless them everywhere they go. Bless them with, Lord, your goodness, your grace, your wisdom and mercy. O Lord, in the year of 2013, you shall, Lord, give them special favor. Give them special grace. Lord, whatever happened in the past, Lord, if they face hardship this year, Lord, you will turn that around to be the good things for their life. Because you're the God of the lost and found. You're the God of restoration, Lord. Lord, what the enemy has done wrong to them, you will turn around to be the blessing to their life. Their children will love God. Their health shall be strong. Those who are sick shall be healed. And those who lack finances shall have abundant provision from you, Father. Those who need joy... The joy of the Lord shall be in their face, in their mouth, in their eyes, in their heart, Lord. 
Bless them, Lord, indeed, and put the angel in camp around them everywhere they go, Lord. Your goodness and mercy shall follow them everywhere, Father. Bless them in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Okay, one more song to go. Here we go. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Prospero año de felicidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Prospero año de felicidad. Here we go now. We wanna wish you a merry Christmas. We wanna wish you a merry Christmas. We wanna wish you a merry Christmas. From the bottom of my heart. I wanna wish you a merry Christmas. We wanna wish you a merry Christmas. We wanna wish you a merry Christmas. One more time, one more time. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad, Prospero Año de Felicidad. Here we go. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. 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 Here we go. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. Feliz Navidad, Feliz Navidad, Feliz Navidad, Prospero Año de Felicidad. Here we go, one last time. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. Yes, Merry Christmas, everybody. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. We wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. Here we go. We wanna wish you a merry Christmas from the bottom of our heart. This message has brought you joy and peace this Christmas season. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. 
You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.